0: Listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 26. Kill the Lord's here with the one, the only, the man who gestures to let me know when I can speak better than anybody else I know, John
1: Brownstown. <laughs> hey, everybody's got their talents.
0: Yeah, you are a finger pointer from way back. I mean, I do love that you have a little rhythm to it, a little head bop. Is there music in your head? Are you singing something in your, to yourself while you're doing it?
1: That's for me to know.
0: <laughs> and for me to never find out. Right. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> a big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash killalords for making this episode possible. And uh, a secondary big thanks to Lola for continuing to snore through the entire recording <laughs> session. <laughs> this week, we're going out on a limb here. We're doing something <laughs> big. We're doing something major. We're defining dominance based on how we see it. Hmm. Hmm. Mm.
1: It, It's rather broad, but you know.
0: (laughs) Is this when we get our first hate mail? I don't know. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Uh, If you enjoy any of this, and we don't scare you off in this particular episode, uh, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM on FetLife at lovingbdsmpc on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate loving ds and the number 1 so it's loving ds1 or on YouTube at youtube.com/lovingbdsm all links are in the show notes and the show notes can be found at lovingbdsm.net mm-hmm. okay so why are we defining dominance uh one because <laughs> we've been doing this podcasting thing since 2015 and it's about fucking time right. <laughs> two this is actually um We're going to get a little meta here. So this episode is based on a blog post I I wrote in early 2021, which is based off of a free program we run called 30 Days of DS, where every day for 30 days, you receive an email with a prompt, a thought, a thing, an aspect of DS to think about. And so uh, since April uh, of 2021, I've been blogging each of those Prompt the question things to kind of give uh some perspective on, on how we see those things. Mm-hmm. Um a little bit as a supplement to 30 days of DS. But then I realized, wait, we're we're talking about some important shit. I, yeah. I would like the rest of the world to know. So here we are. Mm-hmm. And the very first one we did from 30 Days of DS, because the very first prompt for 30 days of DS is what does dominance mean to you? And I was like, Maybe, maybe we should try our hand at defining the word yeah. in case we were like, well, fuck, I don't know what dominance means to me. What is it <laughs> supposed to mean to me? We'll try to help. So here's the thing about all definitions and all labels in BDSM. Um, There's no perfect single one definition to rule them all. Um, You do get to make these things fit for you instead of you trying to fit into a static prescribed definition. We did keep this kind of general because Mm -hmm. we want more people to be able to see themselves in it, but you do get to define what dominance means to you in a way that may be different than the way we're defining it here.
1: Right, because to, to each person, it's going to be a little different. Um, there may be certain things at the core of it that that are kind of standard, but then at that point, the road deviates.
0: Exactly, and then it's very individualized, and you need right. to figure this out for yourself. But mm-hmm. let's let's give you some high-level things to think about. Okay. So we think we've broken it down, dominance, into three parts. Correct. And there is some overlap in all of these, but breaking it down. The first Mm -hmm. one is power.
1: Ah, yes, power. Uh, Be careful because you can get drunk on power.
0: Yes, I've seen some shitty, shitty behavior from Mm -hmm. some wannabe doms who were clearly drunk on power. Yeah. Um, Also from presidents. Uh,
1: (laughs) Okay. Anyway, um, you know, power is a, a big aspect of this because... As as a dominant, when a submissive submits to you, you're given all that power. Mm -hmm. You have that power. And you need to learn to wield that power wisely. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, having that kind of of control, Mm -hmm. um, you know, is a lot of responsibility.
0: That's probably the biggest thing that I think uh, people don't always think about, especially in the moment, that mm-hmm. the power you've been granted means that you get a say, you get what you want, you, but that's a lot of responsibility because at the it same is. time, you have to be making sure that the other person is getting what they need and what exactly. they Exactly. And that everybody is safe.
1: Is safe. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of subtleties. Um, I, I had a conversation with somebody recently who is a S-type, and they have recently um, kind of stepped into uh, more of a D-type mommy role. Mm. And what they were telling me was that it it has really opened their eyes um, and has given them the ability to kind of um, look at themselves and... The type of submissive they want to be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. So having having that power is is an is an incredible thing, and it's you know especially if you're stepping into that role for the first time, it can be eye opening. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it can be overwhelming too, and I think mm-hmm. that it should be okay for people who are exploring their dominant self. To be able to admit, this is overwhelming. There's there's a lot of fun hap- that can happen. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like good stuff. And I'm definitely going to make sure I get what I want most yeah. of the time. But also, holy shit, there's a lot to this. Right. So kind of the way that I sort of defined it, with your approval, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. was that having power means having the ability to make decisions for other people and yourself. It also means bearing the responsibility of a bad right. decision. Power is influence. It's convincing, telling, ordering others to do what they might not otherwise do, and then them actually doing it because you said so and because they trust you. Power can be loud and harsh. It can be quiet and unassuming. It can be a blend of both. Uh, some dominants only need like a raised eyebrow or a lowered voice <laughs> to the exert their power. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I know somebody by the name of John Brownstone who w- but just won't be mentioned here because that's how he does <laughs> it. Uh, but others use different methods. So I also would say when you are, at, especially as a, a new dom or if you maybe you're not dominant, but you're in a new power exchange and you're you're watching your dom kind of go through this for the first time it's fine to find people that you admire, to see how other people do it and pull from it, what speaks to you and reject what doesn't, but you're not doing it wrong because you're not shouty. (laughs) You're not doing it wrong because you don't um, use a lot of, you know, um, sort of what we would call high protocol language, a very, Mm -hmm. you know, Call only call me sir, only call me ma'am, only call me this, don't, don't make eye contact. Like, right. you can have that as part of your power exchange or you can reject that mm-hmm. and you can still have the power that's granted to you by sure. the submissive. Sure, I mean,
1: in many cases, what, what is that um, saying? A, a whisper can move a mountain? Something like that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it does, you don't have to be the biggest, brashest, boldest person in the room to wield all the power. Right. And quite frankly, a lot of people... Uh, that's a good way to say that maybe you're either not confident in your power or you don't really have the power because you are the biggest, brashest, boldest, loudest soul in the room. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the quietest person in the corner who's just minding their own fucking business that actually has all Mm the power. So the second thing of what is dominance, we've got power that's been granted to you by another person, and then there is control.
1: Yes, and that is... um Quite a big word mm-hmm. in, in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and because when you assume the role of Big D, you're in control, and, and 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 control is a double-edged sword, because believe it or not, you know it's very easy to assume that you think, oh well, I have control of this person now; mm-hmm. they're going to do whatever I say. <laughs> The trick is, what is most important is to be in control of yourself. and And that is not to say that you shouldn't be allowed to, as as a big D, you should not allow yourself to be vulnerable, that, that you don't show any emotion, but that you do not, you know, let's face it, we are all human beings when it comes down to it. And we all have a plethora of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very early on, you know, it was stated in our relationship I will not punish or make major decisions out of anger.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we all get angry, it, it's a valid human emotion. Being able to know that you are at that point of anger and looking at your, at your submissive and saying, look, I am not in the space to, to deal with this right now. I need time to cool down, step back, and, and look at this through a clearer lens. Then we will make a decision on what will be. That is the epitome of control.
0: And having that kind of self-control and being that honest with both yourself and your partner and verbalizing it and letting them know allows your partner to realize that they can trust you, that the control they've given you Mm -hmm. is in good hands because you will use it wildly. Right. So self-control manifests in a lot of ways. It's gonna be different for everybody, but some examples. Holding your tongue when you'd rather rage at the world. Yes. Uh, having self-discipline with your own goals and responsibilities. Doing what you'll say you'll do. Like you just said, not acting in anger. Mm-hmm. Having the patience to wait for what you want. Like there are so many ways that self-control can manifest. The right. patience one, not going to lie. <laughs> the the dominant who can figure out their own pa- you know ability to be patient has more control than they realize because... Good things come to those who wait. And yep. the some of the most devious, most fun, most, <laughs> most impactful, and I don't even mean in an impact play way, most impactful dominance, including John Brownstone, have this ability that no matter what they really want to be happening, they can sit back and wait, usually with an evil grin, for the right moment, for yeah. a certain reaction, for a something. Sometimes they're just waiting, just because it makes their submissive like antsy and beggy and want more and eh, 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 whatever. But patience, as a, if if you learn no other self control skill, other than your dealing with your anger, because that's an important one, mm-hmm. it's a safety one man learn patience because the rewards from what i can see from looking outside looking in for dominance the rewards must be huge for that yeah because oh, yeah. you you prolong the agony but you prolong the the good and and you every time you've made me wait for something mm-hmm. clearly you've also made yourself wait your control has just deepened over me because it's literally like I have the power as the dominant in the situation to make this other human being wait for something they crave, something they're desperate for. They're literally begging on the floor for it and I get to make them wait and they will wait because I have the control. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit, the power of patience. I hate patience. I'm <laughs> to be you
1: clear. You do.
0: Fucking hate patience, but it's, it's powerful. <laughs> so the third and final bit about mm-hmm. dominance that we include in the definition. So what does it mean to be dominant power? You have power, you have control. Mm-hmm. And then the third is leadership. Yes. And we've been um, talking a lot about this. Lately we, we, it's...
1: we've been talking, we talk about that a lot. Um, I, I equate dominance to being a good leader mm-hmm. because that's essentially what you are. You have negotiated this, Power exchange, and you are now the leader. Um, Look at it from a business point of view. You're like the manager. You're you're the top dog. You're you're leading your group of people. The boss, I would say. Yeah, the boss. Okay and you know you're 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 leading your your people whether it's one or 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 more
0: and you're leading on a path you're leading for if the goal the goal might be a kink scene the goal mm-hmm. might be a happy healthy thriving power exchange relationship right. but there's a goal in mind and you as the leader are working to get this whole train there from
1: point a to point b right yeah and and you know again The quality of leadership goes back to how you wield power, Mm -hmm. how you handle control, Mm -hmm. you know, um, among other things.
0: I mean, think about the shittiest boss you've ever had. Yeah. What were the things you really disliked Mm -hmm. about them? Would you equate any of those things with dominance? Probably right. not. 99% no. of the time, we're like, no, that little shit was a dickhead <laughs> douche canoe who didn't have self-control, who didn't know how to talk to people, who wow. didn't care about anybody else. Like, yeah, don't be that person. Mm-hmm. Don't be that boss. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. you know, and and on the other side of that, we've all had good bosses that, you know, you'd follow to the end of the earth.
0: Yes. And that's the thing. I just did, and I won't be out by the time, I don't think it'll be out by the time this episode comes out, but I just sat down with somebody and did an interview about how I define submission and what it means to me. And mm-hmm. part of that was about being willing to follow. So submission means so many things, but part of it is if you were the leader, then mm-hmm. I am the follower. And the whole thing is, is I want a dominant, I want a partner who is worthy of following. Yeah. And that means that they wield their power and control that I've granted. Them that I can withdraw at any point. Mm-hmm. That they use it wisely. That they use it in a manner that benefits both of us. That it's not just about them and what they want and what they need. It's about what I want and it's about what we want. And mm-hmm. what you want to be as a leader is somebody worth following. Right,
1: because that's you know, something you just said is is very key to all this. Because um, consent is king. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you abuse the power, if you abuse the control, that consent is withdrawn. And if you abuse
0: the power and control, you might have abused the consent, even if you did not intend to. Even if that was never your intention, that might have been what you did. I mean,
1: you know, that that is the checks and balances Mm -hmm. in in all this, Mm -hmm. because let's face it, you know, one thing I didn't mention earlier, which I think is very, very important to say, especially when it comes to control, there is a big difference being in control mm-hmm. and being controlling
0: oh yes oh yes oh yes again go back to that mm-hmm. that a uh, picture in your mind of the douche canoe boss were they yeah. in control or were they controlling they were probably controlling we mm-hmm. all know the inmates were running the ship there okay <laughs> <laughs> we've all had that boss yeah we've all had that boss now okay. the thing i wanted to to make sure we touched on with leadership because you used a word that I think does get conflated with leadership a lot and that's management. Mm. So management can be a part of leadership, but management is separate. And sometimes, yes, in the power exchange you negotiate for yourself, you might be a manager. Maybe you are overseeing the things that are done because management, that's what managers do. They make sure the tasks get done. Leaders, and this is what I think we don't talk about enough in terms of dominance, leaders have a vision for where everyone's going and how we're getting there. And I think that, I think part of why we see leadership as such a a pivotal part of the definition of dominance is because we also see our relationship in terms of teamwork, in terms of a journey we're on, in terms of goals. We set goals for ourselves as individuals and within our relationship, and then we try to achieve those. Sometimes it doesn't have to be like a specific goal, like they made you, your smart goal you had to set in your job, like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the goal is, we want to we we want to be happy and thriving together. We want to fuss at one another less. We want to have less misunderstandings. We just mm. we want to be at peace with one another and enjoying yeah. ourselves. That is a might not be a smart goal if you know what a smart goal is. You know, uh, but it is a worthy goal. And while it takes everybody in the relationship to move those goals forward to get things done, the dominant, by being given the power and control is sort of in charge of that. They're leading that plan. They can't lead without a follower. They can't lead without a willing follower and good leaders listen to their fucking followers. They listen to their team. Mm -hmm. Um, And we again, I go back to that boss thing. You know, you know when you've had the boss that didn't listen to anybody but themselves and you know when you've had the good boss who did listen to people and took in that information. And what I always say that makes you such a good leader in this relationship is you do listen to me. I don't always Mm -hmm. get my way. Sometimes you say, we'll hold off on that or I see what you're saying, but Here's how mm-hmm. I think we need to do it. And you've Correct. earned my trust enough that I I allow that. I consent to that. But part of it is because you never dismiss me. You never say, well, I'm the dominant. I'm in charge. I'm in control. I have all the power. So I don't have to listen to what you say. Mm-hmm. That I'd be noping the fuck out of here if that was the case. It is important <laughs> to me to be heard. I think right. it's important to everybody to have the space to be heard. And good leaders do that. Yeah. They still sometimes and make a their safe, own decisions, and a safe
1: place to be heard yes. at that.
0: Yes. So okay. dominance, to wrap up, is yes about power, it's about control, and it's about leadership. And if you ever trying to figure out how do I know what kind of dom I want to be, or that I am, mm-hmm. or that I could be, it's not a perfect analogy, but it's a starting place. Think of the worst boss you ever had. Think of the best boss you ever had. That's yep. all I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: Oh, uh, that was longer than the past few minisodes have been. But mm-hmm. this is kind—I of, mean—defining d- dominance. Yep. We could have done an entire hour-long episode. Absolutely, on it, but we didn't. Nope. So. Uh, Twenty minutes. I feel like we deserve a cookie for that. <laughs> uh, that is it for us this week. Or mm-hmm. uh, for this minisode this week. We'll be back later this week. Longer episode next week. Shorter episode because we like consistency. Uh-huh. Um, and now, as we're done recording, Lola's done snoring. Thanks, Lola. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you.